Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth. Salt, in this first century context, takes on numerous roles. It's a preserving agent, keeping organic matter protected from its natural decomposition. It's an amplifier. It draws out and highlights the flavor in foods. It's a cleanser as well. Rubbed into open wounds while painful can kill bacteria and prevent infection. It's also used as a curse or poison on a land that has been conquered. So for Jesus to tell his followers that they are the salt of the earth was to compel them towards a deeper understanding of their role in the world. The metaphor would have expanded their notions of what it meant to be a follower of Christ. As a preserving or cleansing agent, the follower of Christ acts as a protector of the world. Protector is pretty intense language. For me, it conjures images of knights in glorious armor, a queen standing at the front of a vanguard, a parent's love shielding their child from an encroaching darkness. But that may be the result of reading one too many comic books. In Matthew, this passage is positioned in the Sermon on the Mount, right after Jesus got done challenging our understanding of the kingdom of God. Blessed are the poor, he says. He who loses his life shall gain it. Ideas that carry with them the gospel message and all its challenge and subversion. A message that turns towards the marginalized and oppressed and says, My lot is with you. My life is for you. In following this with you are the salt of the earth, Jesus implies that protecting the world is inextricably tied to the gospel message. To preserve and protect the world is to preserve the message of love and grace for every single person. As an amplifying agent, the follower of Christ encourages and celebrates the diverse flavors of humanity. Growing up in an African household means I'm no stranger to some seasoning. I'd watch and wonder as my family would expertly toss giant pots of food with the perfect amount of salt and pepper and those little bouillon cubes. At first, this terrified me. I figured that with all the seasoning they were putting in, I wouldn't even be able to taste the food. But to my surprise, it actually drew the natural flavors from the meat and greens. Rather than overwhelming the dish, it illuminated it. It's simple at times to understand the kingdom of God as a reality that completely destroys or abandons our present one. So often when we talk about moving towards God, it can be at the expense of the world. While the world holds much pain and suffering, that's true, it also holds incredible beauty and wonder. Through the diverse voices and cultures that make up our world, we can begin to see the image of God imprinted on humanity. As followers of Christ, we're not meant to become insular. 
When we engage with and celebrate the humanity around us, the gospel challenges all our superfluous and shallow divisions and labels and illuminates the possibility for diverse and authentic family. But salt can also be a negative force. First century listeners would remember tales of armies salting the earth after conquering it. This was more of a metaphorical poisoning than a literal one, but it marked the land as cursed and discouraged any further development. Used for harmful intent, salt was a powerful force. The same is true for the followers of Christ. Even though the gospel message is meant to enrich and protect, we have the power to abuse that message and see to the detriment of entire communities. The church is no stranger to this kind of abuse, using the Bible and God to justify all sorts of atrocities and violence throughout its history. Jesus is simultaneously encouraging his followers to embrace the mission of the gospel while warning them to take seriously the responsibility of loving the people, lest the followers of Christ become a curse upon the very humanity they are meant to bless. In just a few short words, Jesus invites his followers into a fuller understanding of their role in the world. But again, it's not without warning. He follows up by saying, if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. The phrase lose its saltiness comes from the Greek word moraino, which can also be translated as to make foolish. When we don't take seriously the mission of the gospel, following of Christ ceases to make sense. If we are simply saved for salvation's sake, we're useless. If we're simply blessed for blessing's sake, we are useless. Followers of Christ have an incredible role to play in the gospel story. But if we aren't preserving, protecting, and illuminating, we're squandering the wonderful gift that God has presented us with. Jesus' word then echoes something that many of us have heard from our parents more than a few times. Don't make a fool out of me. Jesus, we come before you humbled by your mission. We pray that you invade the parts of our heart that recoil from our brothers and sisters out of fear. May the love that you have shown us permeate our very being, leading us to a place in which our love might also overflow and shape the world around us. Give us the strength to share ourselves honestly with our communities and create space within us so that even those outside our communities would feel safe to share themselves with us. We know that your grace and mercy is enough. We pray for spirits of faithfulness when we are confronted by our own shortcomings. Rather than allowing the ways we may falter to consume us, may may your gospel continue to spur us to action. May your love continue to challenge us to serve each other. Lord, in your name, we've done such wonderful things. Heaven has come to earth and lives have been forever changed, but also in your name we have reaped destruction and encouraged violence. We pray that we continue to keep each other accountable to our mission, that rather than hiding from our history, might confront it with all of our spirit, repent, and turn towards a future lathered in hope. We are so blessed to be able to partner with you in a work that is so much larger than ourselves. We know that it is through your strength and your strength alone that we move closer to your kingdom. In your glorious name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, 
visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.